the back 40 y'all With hey, hey, Brad's daddy and all These boys and girls make an awesome brew They got a lot of good fat to chew You want to start us? Oh, I start. This is yours. Is yours? I don't even know how to. I don't even know how to start. Are we recording now? I think all of this, all of this banter should be included in the podcast. I still think it's it should be okay. Good I'll, I'll I'll start. Everybody, here's Kate Fakel. <laughs> what a wonderful start. Well, welcome to Drink on the Job, a Star Wars podcast. Now it's totally different. We still are drinking on the job. Everyone has a brewski up in here. Time Congrats. to introduce all of the people we have all with right, us. Right. So I was. Um, uh, having some some fun there, but but let me let me set up before you introduce everybody. Uh, you just heard Kate Fakel, the uh, the official. She's given herself the title of merchandise director just because she does direct our merchandise, but she does so many other things around here, and she's the resident Star Wars aficionado, uh, what have you, and she's been working really hard. On um, on a on several things Star Wars Star Wars related, not not the least of which is covering her entire left leg with Star Wars uh, tattoos, uh, but also um, over the next several Fridays leading up to the release of the Last Jedi, which is big number was it eight 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 oh she went fifteen are we going to canon here oh, was this oh December fifteen oh okay. I'm already out of my league here. I'm tossing out things like what I think the number of actual Star Wars movies are. Enterprise is going to be there. Mr. Hey. Spock, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's William Shatner. Yeah. I don't, yeah. You're have him signing Star Wars. Leonard Nimoy's Listen, final I'm, performance Star Wars. I am a Star Wars fan. I am a Star Wars fan, but I'm also recognizing that I pale in comparison to everybody in this room. But I did want to uh, to give Kate props. She's been working hard on this, and this is a passion of hers. So I'm proud to hand the mic over to uh, Kate to introduce all these people. Yeah, Thanks very much. Thank you. Thank you. First, to my right, we have Cassie Nail. Word. Uh, Fred, I don't know your last name. You have to Fred tell me. Fred Panning, and Perfect. I am wearing Mandalorian armor. <laughs> yes, it's he's making the room a lot hotter in here. Then we have Rick Habian. Habian. Rick Habian from Toy Exchange up on Broad. Get That's that right. mic up there. Woo! And of course... Our main speaker, one of our main speakers, David Karn, who's shaking his head at me Old right Dave. now. <laughs> Old crazy Dave. <laughs> he will not be main speaking. We're sharing a mic, so we're, we're making this work. For, for those uh, listening, uh, Mike Habian, who's been on a previous podcast, if you listen all the way back, I know it's been a minute. Every time we ha- kind of have to say, it's been a minute since we put a podcast out. No, we drink too much. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but uh, but Rick and, and Mike are brothers. And Rick was actually here. He, we recorded a podcast that never got released a while ago. Sorry about that, Rick. Sorry to waste a, a, a a sliver of your time it was still fun yeah but we're gonna make up for it today sell it on ebay it's unreleased <laughs> exclusive i ended up on the cutting room floor <laughs> but this place one to will be. be posted this is getting posted y'all are listening yeah, right now cyberspace oh let me flip some pages oh you got notes i always have gotta notes. have notes well back 40 beer company <laughs> <laughs> where we are right now and we present to you star wars force fridays that means every friday we are celebrating star wars i was watching it earlier before we, came we went in back in time but it is kind of but but what we are kind of awakening re reawakening here yeah yeah that's what i was trying trying watching before i came here. here uh uh, but how, that's what you're watching every aren't day. Aren't you supposed you to be a nerd? How do you not know what the name of the movie was? Oh man, man. Hey, yo, Spider, you gonna take that? Star Wars: The Voyage Home with Khan. So we are celebrating a new episode every Friday, leading up to the Last Jedi, which releases December fifteenth. So events start October twentieth, which is when we're going to be celebrating Episode One. And we are having a Moss Eisley Cantina in the back of the brewery. I'm pretty excited for that. That's I hope be I get awesome. to work the bar for that. I'm gonna dress up. Absolutely, and, and I still have to talk with Tim, but we're gonna try to make a blue milk cocktail special here. So that's hopefully gonna with be no milk. Delicious. Yeah, maybe hold the milk just add the blue soy milk, blue. <laughs> soy milk. <laughs> it's healthy milk and alcohol delicious 
<laughs> is there an? I don't have a mic. I have to ask Kate. Is there a, a, a an actual recipe for blue, or is it just a, a, a in the movie? And it's like, oh, that's a blue milk cocktail. Yeah. Oh, it's just blue milk. Well, yeah. that was really more at the Lars Homestead, though, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah. In the bars, you really couldn't tell what they were drinking. I don't know if one would want to know what they were drinking. Probably green milk. Yeah. Yeah. So blue milk is just a very iconic Iconic. drink. Yes. And we're making it into alcohol. It actually made it into the new movies. Yeah. Absolutely. It was in Rogue. Yeah. Yeah, So we're going to make a blue milk cocktail. I just got to talk to Tim, our brewer, and we'll get that going. Also, exciting news the 501st Legion costume group will be coming twice, which I'm pretty excited for Halloween weekend on October 27th and on November 17th since we are going to be celebrating episode four since this year was the 40th anniversary of 40 Star Wars. 40 years. 40 years. That was crazy. There were wow. so many cool figures that came out. and 40 years of Star Wars. Like, why couldn't I be born in the 80s, 70s, everything? 90s baby problems. <laughs> millennial. <laughs> Dang millennial. I am excited about the 501st. Um, that scavenger hunt, I used to do Gishwiz, by the way. Anybody, think anybody cares? Um Every year, there was a scavenger hunt item that involved a stormtrooper. And uh, this past year, I believe it was uh, stormtroopers have fallen on hard times, um, filmed them doing like an everyday job. So you had people from the 501st Legion uh, churning butter, working bars, like uh, just doing crate farming. Like they were so cool about it. Oh, that's amazing. And uh, just just to reach out to the, those people, like they're so excited to dress up. I kind of wish I was tall enough because <laughs> like, uh, you know, like Leia said, I'm a little too short to be a stormtrooper. So. Oh, whatever. You're totally tall enough, Cassie. I'm six foot four, guys. Yeah, that's right. They can't see you right now. They know. can't see you. Mm, they can't. Um, for, be as tall as you want. Right. For those listening who may not know who or what the 501 Legion is or the 501st, can you please explain, Kate? So it is a worldwide costume group that there's different garrisons and legions in each state, and they are an all-volunteer group, and they give back to the community. They're really awesome. I actually got to see them for the first time in Columbus, Ohio, at a COSI event. Um, but they just basically make their own costumes, and they are super dedicated Star Wars fans, and I can't wait for them to be here. So I saw some pictures of these guys and props for them. Kate has claimed that they are they are making everything, including and I just want some clarification here. Are we talking? Are we talking? Uh, in, including like uh, helmets and things like that? Or are they primarily doing fabric and they're getting you know helmets? I, I think what they're doing is they're buying the main parts. Right. That would probably be kind of problematic to try to mold those. Sure. But. And I was actually at the con this past, uh, new con this past June. Yeah. And one of them was there. And I was blown away and I actually filmed one of the Stormtroopers because he made his backpack. So he actually had it making the sound and everything. And it was, really? It was actually amazing. It was one of the best I've ever seen. Yeah, he did a panel and he went over like what, the, what it would cost if you were to buy a costume as opposed to what it would cost if you made your own. And went over what the What was the difference? Detail. Yeah. It was Do quite a, it was vast difference. Wow. Yeah. The basic costumes, I think, are right at two grand or something like that, just for yeah. a stormtrooper costume. I think I might be wrong. Yeah, so you're right. saying like you could buy your Jedi robe, or you could make your own and save like five hundred dollars. Yeah, I bought a Jedi robe the other day. <laughs> I need <laughs> to get one. one. <laughs> no, I need. Yeah, I definitely need to get one. So, also for all the information and all the dates and just everything you definitely need to know about this event, go to back40beer.com/slash/forcefridays. And that's where we'll have all the events there. And if you use hashtag Force Fridays BF, your picture can be featured on our website because we definitely want to see your adventure. I want to see some cool Star Wars photos. So hashtag Force Fridays BF, and I will get your picture on the website. Cause she will stalk. <laughs> I will probably low key stalk all your Star Wars photos. I want to volunteer myself to 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 try to be the most. What would be the most ridiculous uh, yet still relatively easy to pull off costume uh you know uh character i they guess they have a, a chewbacca pajama set at walmart right now well i i just need to get that anyway but but what han solo yeah you could totally that's get basically yeah. you just need some boots yeah. and basically it's like a white that's shirt too easy vest. though that's I too easy you just said that you wanted simple yeah, yeah you said you, you wanted, wanted simple? easy yeah. tell us what or, you want man. or buy a tell robe us. and put it over your head and boom there you go 
Yeah. I think he should be Darth Maul because he's already got the bald head. Someone just needs to be good at makeup. Gluing some uh, horns to his We his We dome. follically challenged, uh, res- <laughs> resent that remark. Uh, he's already keep bald. Keep alive, bald people. That's right. <laughs> keep up alive. That's right. <laughs> Um, but no, I was, I was talking like what a relatively simple yet still, I mean, well, like some ridiculous character that, that is not Han Solo, not, you know, I mean, some, some little animal that, you know, oh, that appears in episode two in scene be, uh, 43 at, at minute 79. What's his name? the Hutt? Salacious Crumb? Salacious yeah, Crumb. Salacious yeah, Crumb. you can be Salacious Crumb. That wouldn't be a Theater simple man costume. Over here. I still yeah. don't understand what you want. We don't know. <laughs> what are you Dave asking don't know for? what we'll, we'll look for it. We'll look for we it. We need DJ we'll Dave to be Salacious Crumb. Crumb. Topic. DJ Dave. Yeah, you could put on your weave and you could be a weave. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, your wig. (laughs) Nothing to weave Uh, it into. But uh, it's pretty much the same thing. It's it's hair. It's her. It's her. It's her. It's hair you weren't born with. That's right. So when you come to the brewery starting October 20th, make sure you pick up a little Force Fridays business card. So basically every Friday you come, we will sign that. And at the end, you can be entered to win two tickets to go see The Last Jedi provided by Premier Cinema 16 at the Gadsden Mall. They were very nice to donate those. So come every Friday. We'll sign your little card for you. And then you can be entered to win to get two tickets to go see The Last Jedi. It's better than two tickets to Paradise. (laughs) (laughs) Do I automatically get them since I'll be here every Friday? Mm -hmm. Who knows? But yeah, so come every Friday. We'll sign your card and you can be entered to win that. Since you were talking about watching The Force Awakens, we will be playing The Force Awakens and Rogue One in the brewery. On two separate dates, which I need to look up because <laughs> I because forget we them. are unprepared because we are so unprepared. That's why you got to go to the schedule because that's where all the things are. So on November 10th, we will be playing Rogue One: A Star Wars Stories, completely free. Um, it's PG 13, so kids under 13, please accompany them. And also on December 8th, we will be playing The Force Awakens in the brewery, also for free. And so if you haven't seen those movies, you can uh, check them out before you go see episode eight. You probably have more serious problems if you haven't seen those movies yet. <laughs> yeah. I feel sorry for people. What were you thinking about? A song? Uh, Let's <laughs> talk about what? It's what are we talking about totally now? Totally not uh, Star Wars related. appropriate, I see. relevant, Something about bald per- people in wigs. Perfect. <laughs> that's not true. That's, that's what we've now crossed over into. So let's talk a little bit about trajectory. Star Wars toys. Let's talk about Star Wars toys. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. All right, let's do this. Let's Can I tell my it. little story now Please. about how I actually got into it? Please do. I'm in sales, and about 17 years ago, my first sales route was right here in Gadsden. Aniston, Pell City, all of that. But I ran into this guy who I knew, Rick. I'm pointing at Rick for the people that can't see us. Um, I ran into this guy at the uh, Rubies. Yeah, you were working at Rubies. And we started talking toy dork stuff. And I thought I was a toy dork at the time. And he told me about finding the uh, escape pod from the, uh, the Land of the Jawa playset. And I was like, where'd you find that? He's like, at a thrift store. I was like, what is this thrift store that you speak of? Yeah, I found a grab bag with four of them in it. <laughs> four of them. Okay, so insult to injury, he found four of them. So from that day, I started going to thrift stores and just obviously looking for Star Wars stuff. So I was like, of course, that's where you find a bunch of stuff. And to this day, I still have not found one 17 years later. And it kind of created an interesting conundrum because I was like, what if I did find that little ridiculous escape pod? Is my search over? Do I stop doing it now? And I think that the toy gods are keeping me from finding it, so I do keep going out because, seriously, it's a straight-up addiction and it's a sickness. And uh, we have this guy, pointing at Rick again, to, uh, to thank for that. He has holding something in his pocket. <laughs> Just whips out a Spider-Man. <laughs> Ew, I wish it was like Darth Vader or something, but it's a pocket hero, so that's why it's in his pocket. Nice. That's how it works. So, Rick, tell us a little bit about Toy Exchange, that you're going to be bringing us some good old collectibles and whatnot to silent auction and bid on here at the brewery. Best toy store in the state of Alabama. Love it. Well, um, we we do have a Star Wars side, and we have a heavy uh, selection of Star Wars stuff, so we should be able to bring some very interesting items. And since we get stuff daily, I could tell you what I was thinking about bringing, but it could change by the time we get there. Perfect. That was actually one of the first stores I went to when I moved from Ohio to here. I I'm was like, from Ohio. Yeah, I was like, where, where's the Star Wars toys at? Boom, there we go. There's <laughs> a store like me in uh, Ohio, actually, that my parents visited. when they, Is uh, it called Big Fun? No, it's oh. outside of, uh, I think it's in Marshallville, outside of Akron. Oh, nice. Okay. Yeah, it's similar to me. And before I did what I was doing, my parents went there and kind of 
inspired me. That's awesome. There's some really cool shops. What are there? Some Ohio, serious? Though. There's some serious. Serious shops in Ohio. <laughs> That's, yeah. the oh, oh, yeah. That's the land For of Kenner. That's the land of Kenner Toys. Talk about going to thrift stores, man! I like to hit some of those. find prototypes man. and stuff like that. Ooh, you gotta be kidding me! Yeah. Well, we're making it easy for you guys. You could just come to the brewery and bid on some awesome stuff here. So, for folks that don't know, um, Gadsden is actually the starting point, or I guess you could say the ending point, depending on which way you're coming from, um, of the world's largest yard sale, which is uh, which goes up um, Highway 11. Is that 411? Yes, 411. Uh, 411. Um, to, I mean, to the Midwest. I don't know. It goes to Ohio. It goes to Ohio, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah. yeah. So you yeah. Could just, you guys could go home. Yeah. <laughs> and get a bunch of cool toys on your way. Unfortunately, th- this is home on. now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This is home. Gadsden's home for me. I'm actually really excited for, uh, we're going to get some lightsabers, a.k.a. pool noodles, and basically just whack each other. We're gonna team building <laughs> exercise. Yeah, team building. So you can come and get a lightsaber, a.k.a. pool noodle, and just go into combat with whoever uh, your I'm sure you'll is. be able to bid on a lightsaber, too. Yeah, a real one, not a, not a whacking one. Or you could whack with that one, too. But As whoa. Whoa, whoa, now. <laughs> There are also a couple ways you can win a Back 40 gift card. So this is why you just got to come to Forest Fridays because you can win stuff and whack people. So first up, (laughs) we're going to have a costume contest, which will be Halloween weekend, obviously. So October 27th is when the 501st is coming. And all costumes are welcome. You don't have to dress up in Star Wars, but it would be kind of cool if you did. But I guess you can be anything you want. Yeah, you can definitely be anything you want. Come in any costumes. Even if you want to come as your regular old self, that's totally boring. I'm going to come as DJ Dave. (laughs) I'm going to be DJ Dave. Mm -hmm. When we do the zombie parade, we we ask people to be whatever they want. Like last year, we had a couple superheroes mixed in the bunch. Nice. No, that's totally, yeah, I'm good with everything. No, but I was like, there's (laughs) always a few heroes in Marvel zombies that are fighting to survive, you know? Perfect. So best costume will win a back 40 gift card and then next we're going to have a destroy the death star cornhole tournament i think we have like four boards something like that so we have plenty of room for you to come bring your team play some cornhole and win a back 40 gift card destroy the death star are they actually star wars themed um i can they can be they, yeah Will they be. can be i'm <laughs> saying i mean just is, get some that as long as the force is with you <laughs> wow! <laughs> I mean, I had more. like two or three one. other puns I held back. <laughs> I ran them through my head, and I was like, "No, nah, it's not going to work. That one shouldn't work." You quickly workshopped work it. Yeah. <laughs> like, Where am I going? What's my quickest path to yeah. success? No, here? but we we'll actually we have like six, five or six yeah. different. But uh, a lot of them are just you know the standard. They're blank, and then some of them are back forty thing. But I say we we take one of them, and I, th- I say we make a desk. That's the final round. The final round will be on some uh, some somehow will be Star Wars. We need to find a Death Star pinata. I am really surprised. I've never seen one of those, but I'm just, really surprised nobody's thought of that. I just thought about. Well, okay. If anybody takes that idea, I'm suing you. <laughs> Copyrighted by Cassie. Nick. I do have a lawyer here. <laughs> yes, we do. We have a lawyer in the room. All right. So the third way you can win a back forty gift card is kind of just luck, even though. In someone's experience, there's no such thing as luck. Either that or the Titanic. A gentleman makes his own uh, luck. Order 66 is the final enter, is the final order given by the Emperor to destroy That's the Jedi. Three, right? yes. yes. So on November... Go, David. Yes, you got it. He got it. He was right. On November 3rd, Order 66 of the day will get their own Back 40 gift card. So if you happen to be the 66th order, that's, that's all you got to do. You need to get here early and start counting. Yeah. <laughs> you just got to hope for the best. Oh, after you. After you. Go after you. Oh, I'm, I'm just waiting. in front of you. <laughs> my oh, turn. Me first, out of my sorry. way, lady. <laughs> out of my way. Get that baby out of my way. <laughs> Trying to win some stuff. So we always have trivia every Wednesday night, but we're also going to have trivia on December 1st, which is obviously Force Fridays, and all the questions are going to be Star Wars related. So build a team, come by yourself, and test your Star Wars knowledge on December 1st. And you can also win, you guessed it, a Back 40 gift card. <laughs> what if you work here? What do I win? <laughs> I, we just support <laughs> the others. <laughs> like, yay! Yay, and I made the questions I can't answer. When I win, I will donate my gift card yeah, to, there we go. to somebody else. Befriend us, yes. and we will give it to you. Because I will win. <laughs> I will. As long as Dave's I on have the high ground. With all of his knowledge. <laughs> Republic credits. <laughs> 
So every Force Fridays, there are things that you can enjoy every Friday, such as a special release of a Blue Milk cocktail, silent auction items from the Toy Exchange and Pat Pickle, theme menu items from our test kitchen. Yeah, word, Cassie. You're going to have to come up with some cool things. We're going to have a photo booth, maybe a green screen to do some cool things in the background, or we might just set up some sort of photo booth. For a food item? Cutouts. I want something with Boba Feta cheese. Fantastic. <laughs> ah. Oh, yeah, Boba Dave. Another zinger. We already have the Chewy Burger. So. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you definitely need to go get that uh, onesie pajama <laughs> outfit and be Chewbacca. <laughs> <laughs> this event is for all ages. So for the younglings, we have coloring and activity pages. So we have plenty of things to keep them busy, too. This is for all genders, races, ages, everyone who is and maybe is half a Star Wars fan. You definitely want to come every Friday. Um, It is. It's Force Friday. Friday. Yeah. It's Force Friday. Old, oh, right yeah. Now. Duh. It's yeah. Right See all now. the workers it's scurrying like right about, now. assembling stuff. The green screen that may or may not be here. <laughs> what kind of beer are you guys drinking? What's everyone Saison. sipping on? Ooh, Saison. Yeah. <laughs> I'm drinking a truck, truck stop, and I want to try a peanut butter porter. Oh, it's delicious. It's one of my favorites. I'm drinking a naked pig. Me too, though, because it's so hot in here. <laughs> I've got a Bud Light. No, I've actually got. Uh, <laughs> oh, I've got to say something. Ouch. I've got to say something. Me and Cassie just epically tried to cheers plastic to glass. Well, we used the microphone. This is the audience. Totally so they were cheersing with legit. us. Legit. Do it. Do it. Well, it doesn't make it's a noise. Like, see. Clank. You gotta. You gotta there. add that. In. Perfect. Love it. Add the clank. Because well, you're post. drinking out of one of our entertainment district cups that you can. Well, I'm saving Purchase water. here and take walking around downtown. Yes, I. That is what you can come here on Forest Fridays, get a beer, and then you can leave if you hate it with a beer in your hand. How awesome is that? But you're not gonna want to. But leave. you're not gonna leave. Yeah. What? Oh no no no. You the walked. Edge, uh, oh, yeah. You can walk Old to Havana. Blackstone. You can, walk to Old you can walk around and hit the shops while you drink your beer. Yeah. yeah. Go to the toy exchange. Just do not spill anything on uh, Rick's fine toys and stuff. Yeah, no. so. I encourage drinking in, uh, among <laughs> the toys. That's <laughs> how so you get uh, your imagination back when you're an adult people, playing yeah. with toys. You got to be a little drunk. No, not, I don't encourage spilling. Yeah, don't encourage, encourage spilling. People <laughs> spill realize, it in your mouth. Trash my you know. stuff. <laughs> What's good for Gadsden is good for me. Where's Big Bird? I love it. She just lost her mic fro. Oh, no. Put the That's what you get for calling Dave Balls. Clean it up in post. Is that your weave? Did the mic weave just fall off? Oh, my weave got snatched. It's 10 minutes later, and that one still stings, doesn't it? Um, I, I am, and I have a good Star Wars story, mind you. Even go. though I am way out of my league, I've, I'm beating a dead horse here. Uh, but, uh, yeah, st- yes. I, we still have... We still have the the trilogy, um, you know, the four, five, and six on VHS. We've talked about this, Kate. We remember you remember that technology, you know, tape. Uh, I did. I'm VHSs. Old. Pause. Here's the important thing about the VHSs, though. Is it like way back, or is it a special edition? It's it's no. There's no new footage. N- no new digital. That is crazy awesome. I yeah. love it as it stands. There's what eighteen different versions. Well, yeah, they have released them, um, uncut. Yeah, if I remember correctly in the Blu-ray set. But George, on his way out the door, put a thumb in everybody's eye and says, "Oh yeah, you want them uncut? You don't want the special edition? All right, we're back to the square f- screen format, yeah. mm-hmm. and it's nice and grainy. Good luck to you. Enjoy, enjoy your crap." Yeah. Well, I still, I mean, literally. it's the same box set that I had when I was a kid. Those are awesome. And over holidays. I mean, you know, Christmas, if we're not watching, you know, the stereotypical stuff, Christmas vacation, or say, I, it, at least one major holiday of the year, my mother and I, my mother loves watching movies and we'll, we'll, and still has a VCR. Um, and, and we'll, we'll pop in, uh, we'll pop in the old I tapes too. and, and, you know, little, uh, my favorite is Return of the Jedi. I can't, you know, that's just my favorite. But uh, we 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 watched that one. So and Kate's over here. Yeah. Oh, I, I'm over here too. <laughs> really? What's wrong with Return of the well, Jedi? How old are you? Uh, People still want those cuts, though. Okay, one thing at a time. How old Thir- are you? I'm 35. See, yeah, you're at the age where that one might have impacted you a little bit more. Uh, yeah. that was my it favorite was... one too. I'm 34, yeah. and I really loved the Ewoks as a kid. They were the Ewoks are awesome. They were cute. My favorite was Empire. 
Yeah, that would be pretty that much. Ends on such a kind down of note. <laughs> unanimous. It was kind of empire because it was kind of the best of both worlds. Well, I think we it could was a gathering of evils, as yes. the trading card said. There's it, probably a generational uh, explanation here. I mean, there's probably uh, whatever. I'm getting way too deep here, but <laughs> no, um, no. Uh, but it it is fascinating to me because it, it just it, working with Kate and seeing her passion for Star Wars, having not even been born when any of those came out, and I was just barely born when when you know I would See, the the uh, w- so when did uh, Episode Four come out? Was it seventy eight, seventy seven? Yep, still. I remember buying my first Star Wars guy in Circus World at Gadsden Mall in seventy seven. Yeah, Tuscan Raider. Too old to say. Uh, I remember getting, a, 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 you know, the big thing when I was growing up was it was like collecting baseball cards. I'm 47. You, you, you collected baseball cards and Star Wars figures. Uh-huh. And, of course, the, the, the goal with Star Wars, like you weren't supposed to take them out of the packaging, which I thought was weird. But um, you, you were trying to find an original. That was the key was, oh, this was... Like, I guess from 77. I don't See, know. See, in the 70s, you just ripped those bad boys open. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, nobody was, nobody was thinking that far ahead, and that is why they're so valuable now. Yeah. Because to find them unopened is a little bitty miracle. It's a little bit of, a little uni- unicorn every time one pops up. Well, I opened mine, uh, no surprise, oh, from my— You're a kid. What are you and, supposed to do? And yeah. then and, and, uh, when I was going—I guess I was going to—this is blasphemy, I guess, but— um. Along with with all t- other toys, when I was going into my teens, we did you know the whole. We moved to a new house and did the clean out and everything. And uh, I, I I I donated all of my toys, it's including the Star thing. Wars toys. And I regret that's the one thing I regret. I kept my baseball cards just because I thought <laughs> that move. they would. Well, I thought that you know that was that was the one thing I did. They're but easier I, to carry. It's yeah. smaller. Fits but on I, the shelf. I played with the Star Wars <laughs> figures. I kept the baseball cards because of value. I mean, you know, we'd trade them and be like, this one's going to be worth something one day. <laughs> oh, yeah. how we fail. Yeah, exactly. So that was the big uh, big fail on, on my youth. More Star Wars stories. What was everyone's first Star Wars story? We got some um, more. Are we going to go around the room? Yeah. Uh, um, Roundabout. Go that I way. I learned how to tie my shoes. Well, um, I remember um, when I was like seven or eight years old, and like my dad sat down and he's like, "We got to watch these movies." Uh, Indiana Jones is in them, and I was a big fan of uh, you know Harrison Ford, so we were watching. And then uh, I think it was the scene where what was it uh, when they're actually going into the cantina, and uh, I learned how to tie my shoes during that scene. So that's always that's important to me. But that's amazing. You know, Star Wars has always been like that kind of. Just it's a culture, and like it was one of those things growing up, kind of a outcast kid. You know, you had something to cling to with your friends. Like instead of you know, screw Barbie and all that crap. You know, I'm like I want to be Han Solo, and when I grow up, and our Princess Leia, you know, Carrie Fisher, rest in peace. Absolutely. She was my first female hero. I think a lot of girls can relate to that as her being such an empowered woman figure. You know, like she didn't mess around. Mm-mm. No, agreed. But, yeah, that's awesome. But yeah, so it's been a big part of my life forever um, so i want to say this one thing just from again we've acknowledged already the 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 generations uh, accounted for in this room um and how something like this can impact decades later and and continue and rick you anybody in here may know more about this than than i do but i heard and someone correct me if i'm wrong that there was a, a very deliberate um uh, on the on the part of George Lucas, I guess a very deliberate following of the hero's journey, the Joseph Campbell uh, hero's journey. Is anybody familiar is it with with this? Uh, Joseph Campbell was a. Um, I, be honest with you, I don't know what he was, but he he wrote something called the hero's journey, and then another guy whose name I can't remember wrote a memo about the hero's journey that that. And then put it out, and it went through the studio system, and everybody um, gravitated toward this uh, this concept, which was basically that over the millennia of the human experience of you know mo- the more or less modern human experience, so c- the past several thousand years or whatever, we have myths and gods and all these different things, and all of them uh, kind of boil down to this formula. And the formula is, is more or less 
you have the hero who at first has the call to action and he denies the call to action. And then there's some sort of inciting incident that pulls him in, like Luke's uncle and aunt getting killed. Catalyst. The catalyst, yeah. And then he goes on this journey, and there's so much self-discovery on the journey, obstacles, yada, yada, yada. The chosen one, it's, yeah. Yeah, that's, yeah. I mean, Matrix follows it. The Homer of the Iliad. I mean, you know, it's it's all of these, yeah. I mean, he's even said in interviews about Revenge of the Sith that... Mustafar is basically Dante's Inferno. Right. So it's all just basically, you know, it's, yeah, there are, and that's what I've always told people is that there is nothing very original other than the skin that's put over the movie. There's nothing really original about the story. It is a very but, human story. And this is what I've told people about the movies. There's nothing very original about them, but they're very visually stunning. And when sure. you are a little kid, and he made these movies for little kids, despite what 47-year-old people like myself think or whatever. I mean, I was a kid at the time. But, I mean, he made the movies for kids, and they were just very visually stunning, crazy advanced uh, uh, from a special effects point C- of Crazy view. advanced from, from the, the final product, but the way that they pulled a lot of that off with oh, miniatures. Oh, yeah, it was very. They were creating, in, um, they were creating very creative. Uh, technology on the, on the fly. Basically. And it was DIY to an extent, yeah, too, oh, yeah. you know? Yeah. I mean, I, was the, I actually watched a TED Talk the other day on this guy about, the, um, the, about sound and cinema. And so he was a Foley artist and um, and Star Wars was one of the examples he used. But basically he would uh, he he started it off by the point was your mind can't uh, separate what you see and hear on the screen versus, you know, what it actually is, you know. And um, he played a a bunch of uh, sounds of rain. And he said one of these is uh, the sound of bacon frying. And there was a visual of just rain and you heard. You know, number one sounds like rain. Number two, all of them sound like sounded like rain. He's like, all right, which one was the bacon? And uh, of course, I'm thinking it is trick question. It's all of them. And of course, trick question. It was all of them sound like bacon. And then he brought up the um, uh, Star Wars, and he said that they went out into the desert. I don't know why the desert, but the desert in Nevada or something like that. And to get the sound of the blasters or lights, I know it was lightsabers. They had like steel wire um, that they would were clashing. And for some reason they had to do it in the really dry air of the desert to really get the sound and, uh, and, and just things like that. And then, the, and, and going back to the added footage, you, you know, the digital footage added to four five and six after the fact. And, and, and the reason I like watching the original VHS versions is because the added footage that's digital and the early days of CG, whatever it sticks out like a sore thumb. It does. <laughs> yeah. The and, seams. Yeah, and the the it's miniatures, uh, it looks so much more re- because they are, they are real. real. They're real. They're, they're right real. there. They're right there being filmed. It's not like here add digital X wing here. It's like no here we built one. Let's put some fishing line on it and wing it across the screen. You know. Well, okay. that's why J.J. Abrams went back to the old school yeah. way of making yeah. the movies and he did a lot more um you know actual building tactile. things yeah a lot of more models were built and everything you know yeah i mean a, a friend of mine was who was a film he was an aspiring filmmaker haha ha, he obviously didn't make it he was talking about yet he's the no, no this guy oh. is ah. not gonna make it <laughs> but uh he was talking about how george lucas was a jerk because he put so many people out of work because he made these digital movies and i'm like well you know technology changes yeah and you know, you know, um, and also the amount of people that work on the the computer generated probably stuff. employs more people. Actually. It's insane. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I act like I've, I've watched them do it, but uh, it. I mean, yeah, it, it takes a lot, and that's what most of the post production. That's why yeah. movies take so long to make is the post production everything. Yeah, and, and I thought you know that this guy was kind of a little bit bananas at the time. I was like, yeah, man, he's putting people out of work, and it's like, well, you know, the times they are a changing, and you know, actually, yeah, it takes a lot more people. And that's one of the things when he sold Lucasfilms, he was very concerned about all of his employees. So I think he put some kind of stipulation in there that where that they would not lose their jobs because there was a lot of folks. It's like a little miniature city he's got going at Skywalker Ranch, etc. Sure. Well, and just I think it's worth mentioning briefly. This story has been told a million times, but the of course, uh, what is the what's the film Lucas did? American Graffiti, American Graffiti. That that was pretty much his. Only calling card leading up to Star Wars, right? THX 1138. Yeah. That's what yeah. you made in college. But, okay. You know. Which is actually on which ship? What, uh, 
did he stick that on a ship in Star Wars? Like a yeah, I think was it, it a was, was a X? Was it a one of the X wings? I want to say. Yeah, but I think he put it somewhere. Like here it is. Like, yeah, he, I, f- I like forget his... where where it is, but that it is. Well, of a course, reference. THX was the name for the sound. Yeah. Um, but it, the 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 so the famous story is, of course, that he he gave up. Um, you know, basically didn't take a salary or something like that to save money, but got the li- the licensing rights <laughs> for the, to- the merchandising. End, yeah. yeah, on the back end. He's like, um, yeah, and we're sitting here talking about, and heck, I mean, Rick's the the lifestyles have been built around, the, and I think that's what it boils all back down to the hero's journey and being such a uh, probably the best in in terms of modern film. Star Wars was really the the best execution from all the standpoints you were talking about earlier with the the visual, you know. Getting kids involved mm-hmm. to the point to where Kate, who wasn't born when the first ones came out, um, is yeah, is a bigger fan arguably than any of us in here, uh, and was was raised on uh, whatever. Okay, definitely a bigger <laughs> fan than me. Um, yeah, was was more or less raised on. That's the hero's journey. It is. So it was just a very human story that resonated with you years after. Yes, agreed, because I was Word. born in 94, so I got to grow up Ooh. with the prequels, which a lot of people hate, and obviously I don't hate, but... I mean, yeah, you, you actually got all of the crappiest parts. Now, <laughs> I, I, like the pre- I, I like the prequels, but boy, the special editions really, just really trashed those movies, right. yeah, as they far did. as I'm concerned. Empire, they didn't really do a lot, but Jedi, they really destroyed. Mm-hmm. And that's why I don't really like Jedi as much, because if you want to have the official... Luca's vision of it, you have to have the ridiculous cantina scene or Jabba's palace scene where uh, that ridiculous CG character is running around and caterwauling. With a weird little doing armadillo mouth or anator mouth. Like, yeah, it was. <laughs> and, and, you know, he did that to see, because he was planning on making the prequels. So he used those movies to test out to see if people would buy these CG characters. And... And that's people how we got spoken, Jar Jar. People have spoken. Well, I think I think Jar Jar could have been a secret Sith. Okay, have you seen cons- oh, conspiracy theories? Oh no, oh, no, man. no. But no, Let episode five. Too goofy. Yeah, oh for he's, sure. He's, I mean, he belongs in a another Disney movie. You know, like, <laughs> right? Yeah, he yeah. really does. Lord. No, but episode five is my favorite, and I really like episode three. But I did grow up with the prequels, and I love them all. When you said that he had the prequels in mind, he had the prequels in mind when he did four, five, and six. He always had a, an outline of nine movies, but he only obviously initially acted upon three. Yeah. But when he started thinking about doing the prequels, he was like, you know, technology has caught up. And that's why he doesn't like the old movies, because the technology was so dated at the time. So he used the, 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 re, the uh, what do you call them, special editions of the movies right. to test out these things. Oh, OK. I when got he it. was like, OK, we're going to do prequels. Let's see. Let's see how it let's like- see if. You look at Jabba the Hutt in his natural form, and then you look at that piece of crap that they made on a computer, yeah. and it's like, really? You think this is better? Well, you, have to, re- you have to remember, too, that TVs have advanced, too. <laughs> yeah. So you're going to see that. So it probably was seamless on a movie screen. It was. But when you actually get it where everybody's ultimately going to end up watching it, which I'm sure they didn't test it out, yeah. DVDs, et cetera, it, it, it doesn't hold up. You know, it's just ridiculous and, you know. All right, I'll what was the name that. of the big monster in, and this was in Return of the Jedi, I believe. The Rancor? Rancor yeah, Rancor. Yeah. The one the big one that ate. Yeah. I always felt oh, so bad when he died. That I hated that great. part when I was a kid. And, and, and his owner's all crying. I'm like, oh, man. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. We're not <laughs> talking pet. about the it's hole in the ground. We're talking about the big. Rancor. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. Rancor. Yeah, yeah. That was originally yeah, a Japanese-style puppet. Really? Yeah, yeah. It's like, if you watch the unedited versions, the non-special editions, you can sort of see a black outline because the puppet's only about the size. It's like half the size of a person. Sure. And it's just a little puppet. And yeah. it's, it's sort of a Japanese puppet art style. Um, so he's not really as big, you know, and then they blue screen it and all that stuff. Oh, but what about kid. the Rancor? I'm sorry. I just, I just loved it. As a kid, yeah. I'd be like, oh, this is so awesome. <laughs> he was but me. I, but I did. I but then bad. obviously if you drop a gate on his head, he's, he's toast. That's <laughs> what always got me as a kid. Like when, when his master or whatever starts crying, like this big so skanky looking dude. It's all sad <laughs> that his big giant pet's dead. Like I was Put like, on a shirt, dude. That's horrible. Yeah. 
It's like, is Luke really the hero in this? Right. Whatever. Yeah. He didn't he feed that rain. He just, he just killed his dog, you know? Just killed like, his pet. Yep, <laughs> no, one of my favorite scenes with the monsters um, was when the execution scene in episode two with the Acklay, Nexu, and Reclay. Like, those are, I love those three when they were hanging up and they're like, oh, we came to save you. Nice job. <laughs> <laughs> that was, I love that execution scene in episode two. That's uh, probably one of my favorite scenes. The arena the at the end, you mean? Yes, the yeah. arena, yeah. The begun the Clone Wars. Well, you know, that movie was bogged down with the love story. And George said yeah. that it won't be as popular because it's the love story. But it's just. It builds Anakin's well, you know, journey. She's and like, transition. okay, well, we're about to get eaten by these giant crabs. So I just want to tell you, Anakin, that I love you. All of a, su- <laughs> all of a sudden, you know, it's just. Yeah. Yeah, well, had- she always felt that, but she's like, this is probably a good time to tell you. And when a little girl <laughs> like, by a giant crab. <laughs> like, I might love you. I love you. Like, you're great. <laughs> we're probably going to die. We're going to die. It's fine. <laughs> Does this cool. suit it's make cool. me look fat? Yes. <laughs> well, I was just going to say, so, and this is just me going deep down my own little rabbit hole here. So the because of the love story, he didn't think it's going to resonate as much. Is that because we went away from the hero's journey? I think so. I mean, That's what I would think. Uh, well, I mean, he just was, I think he was thinking about just general movie audiences in general. Yeah. And it's just like, it is a love story. And for the fanboys, even though it's an important part, because it's like, okay, wait a minute, how does this dude in the black suit end up with two kids that he doesn't know about how does that all happen you have to tell that story of course you have to tell the story of him as a kid and you have to tell the story of how that i just thought that it was just uh annoyingly done you know it was very cheesy but yeah what do you think of the love story rick i think it's all right i mean yeah really yeah, it's uh, totally all right. Everyone okay. Needs well, a I'm just gush. saying when Anakin's sitting there just like bitter. just mad, and he's like, "If you feel the same way that I do, you must tell me." I'm just like, "Dude, you just got there, you know? You just <laughs> ran down. into her like two days ago. Where did all this love come?" She's from? Like I could 20 not years agree with you more, and I'm so glad opera. you said thank that. Thank you, thank you. I could. I'm seriously, I could not agree with that more. Watching the prequels, I'm like, mm, he's a Canadian forced, soap actor, you know. <laughs> I mean, it's a little forced. All about and the, the age gap. I mean, she met him when he was like ten. That's kind of creepy. I'm sorry. And the Jedi's I'll always care for you. What the hell is that all about? Yeah, no. Uh-uh. The Jedi's are you're too 10. like cool in the in the prequels. And another thing too. And I told you this after watching episode three again, or maybe for the first time. I can't remember. Um, uh, the the all the little during wartime or whatever. They're the, all the little robots and stuff. When they die, they're like. Ee! You wanna, I was like, I'm not believing this war scene. They're having way too much fun, it sounds like. Getting destroyed. Yeah, the battle droids are all like... Uh, Ronda Ronda. Think, and, uh, I think they got the AI too good, if you see what I'm saying, <laughs> for them to have such human emotions for robots and everything. Mm-hmm. You know, when he's like, Whee! we're taking him to Coruscant, he's like, uh, Coruscant, what is that? Uh, you're, you know, it's just... Yeah. Robots would not be scratching their head and saying, hey, what's going on here? You know, they would just be like, that's not even. Die, Jedi dogs. Yeah. Well, except for the cyborg dude. What General Grievous. Grievous. Yeah. The, I was, because I, I was, I was like, why the heck is this robot coughing? And, and I texted Kate that and she's like, he's a cyborg. He's got a heart. And I was like, yeah. no. Yeah. Well, I get it now. All of the Sith Lords, they all seem to have been like jacked up and they get, have to be put on some kind of system. Mm-hmm. And I think he was trying to create an. Lucas was trying to create another Vader in that he had to have a machine keep him alive because he's like a little guy inside there. I'm sorry. He's a little guy inside there. <laughs> Choke up on the mic. He's a little guy inside that little that little thing, uh, the little the endoskeleton. Yes, the uh-huh. endoskeleton. Um, so um, I think that was the whole reason why that was happening. It's really cool when they do zoom in. Some of the best CGs oh, yeah. when they, they zoom in on his eyes and his – his, the way his eyelids move and everything, it's actually really good CG. Mm-hmm. But outside of that, it's all kind of boo-boo. Boo-boo. Yeah. Do we even do all of the Star Wars stories? So I remember. Sure. I never actually told mine. Yeah. I was in here. third grade. <coughs> and this guy, I walked up to this guy in the classroom. It was our little class before classes start. And he had an Obi-Wan figure. And I was like, what is that? And that became basically just that little <laughs> timeline moment, you know, of, you know, 43 odd years later That's of awesome. just, you know, sickness and everything. And then I didn't actually see the first Star Wars movie when it was in the theater. I did not see the original Star Wars movie until like five or six, seven years later. But I did see Empire in the theater and Jedi in the theater. But I always had that little hole right there. <laughs> it was very odd. Well, it, it, I... 
in the same way in the sense that I don't remember when I saw the, I just remember Star Wars being in my life. I don't remember if I saw one of them in a the theater. I don't think I did. I think I would have been too young to even see Return of the Jedi in the theater. But at some point I did. But what really did it for me, and I guess I never finished the whatever what I was getting into before, um, other than the the action figures, I got really into this was an early computer technology, like whatever was right after the Commodore 64 and like AOL was a thing. This would have been, you know, mid 90s. Yeah. Uh, there was a game on uh, a, a Star Wars game. It was an X-Wing game. And all you did was fly an X-Wing. It's and called shoot. X-Wing. Yeah, X-wing there you go. X-Wing. X-Wing Assault, I think it was. And I remember, and this was this had to have been in sixth grade. In sixth grade, we took a class field trip to Orlando and went to uh, Universal Studios, whichever one down there is the one where they have a lot of Star Wars, or at the time they had a lot of Star Wars stuff, and I'm it's sure they have even more now because Disney they owns have plenty now. Yeah, <laughs> uh, but we went into the Star Wars thing uh, there, and I'll never forget one of my one of my best buddies now, but back then he was an asshole. I love him to death, but uh, but I remember going into the Star Wars simulator. And we went in this, you know, it was one of those things that you got you got in as a group, and then you had the the screen all around you, and and, and the actions happening, and then the the little boat you're in moves with it too to try to give that three three D experience, and or the four the fourth D, I guess you could say, and um, and I remember walking out of that thing and going, yeah, they messed up because they didn't switch to proton torpedoes, <laughs> and my buddy goes. Dark, <laughs> and he just lit into me, and I was like, "Yeah, I probably shouldn't have said, uh, you know, anything about proton torpedoes." But I was really into X-wing at the time, <clears throat> so my Star Wars obsession uh, peaked with uh, with early computer uh, video games, and then I quickly found AOL chat rooms and 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 girls as a young man, and I didn't look back. I mean, you could still be into girls and like Star Wars. I was about to say. <laughs> I, mean, I was like, you just in, alienated. Half I did of not the mean that yeah, at all. Yeah. I did not mean when, that. Um, I, I, let's just say that I still enjoyed <laughs> Star Wars, but I spent most of my time doing other things. Girls. So when when uh, my husband and I got married, as soon as they announced this man and wife Star Wars theme started playing, oh, that is my yeah. dream wedding. Oh, it was awesome. My wedding will be one hundred percent Star Wars theme. That's all there is to it. Yeah, I says I was walking in uh, to the parking lot this morning, and I had a nice laugh when I looked down at Kate's front license plate on her car, which is R two D two and and BB eight, and then I looked on the 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 rearview mirror and there was a little air freshener dangler with uh, C-3PO and R2-D2. <laughs> and then I know from riding in the car that you got Darth Vader uh, floor mats and steering wheel and seat covers and the Rebel Alliance symbol on the back. And she pays for gas with Republic credits. Yes. <laughs> this is, it, it is impressive. Yes. Well, this is getting me really excited for forest fridays oh heck yeah every single freaking friday until december 15th come to the brewery back 40 beer company and gadston alabama and then of course go to toy exchange on broad street he's got so much cool stuff i Thank love you. it oh i love going there it's just you walk in and it's throwback to it's a toygasm oh it's it great it. <laughs> it's plastic dreams as i call them and I'll say, I, I don't know if this will be up and running. I know Brad got a new piece in for it earlier, but we got a lot of different, uh, I don't I don't know if there'll be, maybe my X-Wing game will be on there, but we've got a new arcade machine. And by new, I mean it's really old, but Brad has has rigged it with his, with his prowess and his 4chan level knowledge of computer technology. <laughs> oh, is it a main cabinet? He's Well, it's just an old, it's an old game. It's an old golf game, actually, but he's got controllers hooked up to it and everything Main cabinet. yeah and you can just switch to so we've got some gaming stuff we got a new ping pong table we got a 12 foot screen in the uh in the the new back area of the brewery where um i don't know if that's where we'll show the we'll probably show the movies that we screen towards the back of the warehouse but um uh we'll, we're gonna do it upright we're gonna have sound you know big speakers for sound it's gonna be an experience so um, uh, 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 if you haven't been to the brewery in a while, there's a lot more stuff to do um, around here now, especially if you've, uh, you know, in, including cornhole and and, uh, and and if anybody wants to get their uh, heinies whooped on the ping pong table, just uh, ask for ask for Dave. Ask for Dave. <laughs>
Which means he's going to take a paddle and actually spank yeah, you actually on the bottom. Yeah, actually, will the butt. Speaking of games, though, hopefully we'll have Battlefront 2, which comes out on November 17th, if Ooh. all else goes well, hopefully, because I really want to play the campaign. I wonder if this one's going to be online only still, or are they going to actually put a story in this one? That would be. I think, yeah, Iden Ursa, or Iden Versio, Iden Versio. That's the main campaign story. There will be name. a story. There's so going to be a campaign. Go around and do stuff. All right. I don't care who she is. You see what I'm <laughs> saying? As long as I get a story. <laughs> right. You so, get a story. I was so amped, and then I was like, to find, I was dismayed to find out that you have to play online. It's right. required to play online. I'm like, yeah. wait a minute. The chosen one, the whole thing we've just right. been talking about. You go and you find stuff and you, you, no, know, you fight people and stuff. Yeah. Know? No, I'm pretty sure Iden Verso is, if I'm saying it right, hopefully, is the main campaign female lead in the uh, Battlefront 2. So hopefully we'll have that game to play here at the brewery. That'd be badass. Yeah. Uh, I have to step out shots. a little early, but I'm excited. No, you're going to cut that out. Go ahead. Go ahead and cut that out, Kate. Go ahead and cut leave it out. No, leave I think it. we need to leave that. Leave it. Yeah, we're going to leave the cut. It is a moral imperative yes. okay, bye, Dave. that that is, stays in now. <laughs> Goodbye. Thank you for joining. Bye, Dave. See you tomorrow. Woo. Well, now that Dave's gone, let's talk about it. All right, let's talk about Dave, everyone. All right, so forget about Star Wars. (laughs) But no, we are so excited, and we hope you guys join us for Force Fridays. Every Friday from October 20th to December 15th, we have lots of cool things, so many prizes to win, lots of toys. I mean, it's just going to be awesome. Even if you don't know anything about Star Wars, come learn. Come talk to us. Find us. Do all the things. We're not dangerous people. Yeah. We're half Sith. It's fine. Gray Jedi. Fill in the snow speeder on her leg. That I know. To be none of it's in. done. What's up with that? Every, well, I mean, everything else looks look really good. It's just that snow speeder is conspicuous in his I absence know. of pigment. I think <laughs> uh, that should be uh, one of the kids' activities, drawing Kate's leg. Yeah, y'all can uh, design my leg And sleeve. why did you go with uh, the Imperial... Well, the Rebel Alliance symbol will be on oh, the back okay. of my... Yeah, the whole I got a, I got a lot of work to do. Got it's a lot of stuff to front, do. Front, back, ankle to yeah. hip. It so. was kind of funny because my husband's a big Star Wars dork, too. And uh, when Kate started working here and she implemented the Force Fridays, wear a Star Wars shirt on Fridays, which makes me happy because I dress <laughs> like an eight-year-old boy most of the time. Yeah, you're the only Star one Wars that really shirt. joins me. Um, but my husband, like, when my husband met her, I was like, you got to stare at her leg. <laughs> and he's just, you know, being like, what the... What? What? We want me staring at some lady's leg? I'm like... But it's Kate's, and it's a beautiful leg. Uh-huh. So when he finally saw it, he was like, that's a nice leg. <laughs> <laughs> I understand now. I get it. But, yeah, we already were wearing, you know, Star Wars shirts every Friday. So we're like, let's just do Force Fridays and make it a thing. So we hope you guys join us. Remember to go to back40beer.com, all spelled out, slash Force Fridays. Super easy to find, or just go on our website. It's under our brewery tab. And when you take cool pictures every Friday – do hashtag Force Fridays BF. The BF stands for Back 40. Yeah, our best friends. <laughs> best friends. Best friends, Back 40. You want to use best friends? It could go either way. Yes. <laughs> yes. Or Butterface. <laughs> Butterface. <laughs> Force Fridays, Butterface. Bantha-face. <laughs> yeah, Bantha-face. Bantha-folder. That, oh, so many things. I love it. Literally go for 45 more minutes on that. <laughs> yeah. Just what the BF stands for. <laughs> now you'll never forget it. But thank you, Rick, Fred, Cassie, and David, no who left. Yeah, you. absolutely. Thank you guys so much for joining and check out all the Force Fridays information, the Toy Exchange on Broad Street, and uh, we're just gonna party every Friday. Let's do it, guys. Gives us awesome. a reason to party. We already do that. <laughs> yeah, anymore. we already do that. All right, cheers, everyone. Thanks for listening to Drink on the Job podcast. We'll catch you next time. <laughs>